Hey dreamers, today my guest is making her dreams come true by helping kids and teens start their own business and so much more. Dreamers, I give you Chrissy Steed. Thank you for coming on, Chrissy. Thank you for having me, Joe. You you are very welcome. Chrissy, so for those that don't know, I got to to meet Chrissy in person uh because of her Kittypreneur expo that I spoke at back in what was that like April or something? Yeah. June. June. Okay. I, but I don't know why I thought maybe I got, maybe I got connected with you in April and that, and then it was right. in June, something like that. Yeah. I know it, it, was, it was something that effect. Um, anyway, Christy, I'd love for you to give some background about yourself and all the things that you do, because I, I know that it's so many awesome things and you're connected with so many people, especially in the New Jersey area, New York area, um, specifically, uh, when it comes to kids and teenagers running their own business adventures adventures right i know well once again my name's chrissy steed um i have my mba um i'm the ceo and founder of the kittypreneur program um the kittypreneur brand and the, pretty much what we do is we teach youth teens um about entrepreneurial skills so what we decided to do because there was a huge interest in it was to license the curriculum to educators um nonprofit community organizations um, and several other entities so that they're able to also um, teach their youth in those areas, so across the, the United States, um, about entrepreneurship. And then we have, um, let's see, what else are we doing? Uh, we do, the, like you said earlier, we have the Kittypreneur Weekend. Um, it's, a, it's the Kittypreneur Celebrity Weekend where we actually honor um, budding entrepreneurs, celebpreneurs, established entrepreneurs throughout the state of New Jersey and New York. Oh, I love it. Um, no, that's that's awesome. I think uh, I think it's a really great, uh, not just an expo that you put on, but a service that you provide. That because in, in especially in in this day and age, I you know there's so many opportunities for kids and and really anybody to start their own business and and be the uh, master of their own destiny, if you will, rather than leaving Excellent. it up to chance and other people's uh, will will of whether or not they like you or will like you tomorrow <laughs> and want you to Absolutely. be around. So, uh, so how, what, how did you wind up getting into, to, to like the whole Kitty Panor side of things? Well, I was 14 years old. Um, I actually has had my own business when I was 14, but back then there was no resources. There were no, there were no guidelines. It was like pretty much I was going out on a web. Um, I had my own inner city dance program where I taught children, uh, dance. And then we actually traveled and all that good stuff. But as I got older and I had my own daughter who's eight years old, she's also a CEO. She has she has her own sneaker line called AMAC by Amaya, which she just pitched to QVC um, recently. So, you know, um, she expressed a lot of interest in it at the early age of three. And with my guidance, she was able to kind of grow and flourish and do some cool stuff. So, uh Kittypreneur was born <laughs> from that experience. <laughs> I mean, your daughter's done a ton of stuff. She's been on Good Morning America and and probably yes. way more than just I know uh, even uh, stuff with Nickelodeon as well. I I believe if I'm not mistaken. Yes. yes, she's an actress, so she's done a lot. She's been on Nickelodeon. She just did a Clorox commercial, Brooks Brothers. Um, she just did something else. Oh my God, I drew a blank. She does a lot, but she's she she's um she's well known. She knows she's been in the industry for a while. No, that's awesome. I, I I'm glad that she's enjoying it. I assume, or she probably wouldn't want to be doing it. <laughs> oh yeah, she's very vocal about what she likes and what she doesn't. Now, 
you know, mind you, when I was younger, I had a dance program. So I was all into dance and ballet and all that good stuff. I tried to put her in and she wasn't having it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's Amaya's world, whatever she wants. <laughs> well, uh, it's good that she has a has a strong enough opinion about what she wants and doesn't want. So, I mean, it's it's important um, that, you know, we're able to as parents to to listen to that and then find and help find that right tool or that right thing that, you know, when you once you get it into their hands, they're like they're going to run with it and they don't want to do anything else but that. Uh, it's exactly. really it's really awesome. Um, so so why don't you talk about the first steps that you took to get started with the Kitty Panora Expo? Because I think this year was the was it the fifth year? Um, we've been hosting events since 97. Oh, we've wow. We've kind of grown. From 90, yeah, we had our first our first event was actually a fashion event. I was 14 at the time, so I'm telling my age. But um, in 97, I did a fashion event and things of that nature. So we went from fashion shows to pageantry, sort of runway competitions to um, expos. And then we've kind of grown into the whole entrepreneurial um, weekend. Um, it's been a great experience. I mean, just to honor people this past event, we honored. Um, celebrity entrepreneur Demetria McKinney from Tyler Perry's House of Pain. She has her own uh, lip gloss line called DMK Collection from Selfie Cosmetics. And then we also honored uh, Trinity Stokes from Disney's KC Undercover. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> from KC Undercover. And she has her own fashion line. So as we continue to grow and evolve, we're going to continue to um, honor more celebrities, um, bring more people together, um, and, and just have a great time. Yeah, no, it was it was I was really impressed with uh, the the amount of people that you had and the amount of because um, I, I obviously I've well for people that have been listening to the show I've I've had quite a few people from that event uh, on on the show to talk uh, including Azuka Zook and uh, uh, Travis um, Wolf and Anaya Wolf and and uh, who was the other person Oh PK Kersey was yes. on the show uh, yes. and and yeah all doing like really amazing things so I'm really happy to. Uh, to have been able to host them here on the show to, awesome. to talk about all the great things that they're doing. So I'm, I'm really happy that we finally got to connect. Cause I mean, we were supposed know, to do this I interview. It's been a while. It's a been while. a while. Yeah, it has. <laughs> it has. Ava agrees. Um, who is joining us for her third interview, uh, on the dreamers podcast here, who is, is trying to touch the mic as badly as she can. Um, so Christy, how, how did your family take, um, you wanting to be an entrepreneur from, from a pretty young age? Well, you know, they weren't really, they didn't know anything about it. You know, I, I pretty much, I was always a go-getter. I was always the person th to think outside of the box to be this independent thinker. So me one, wanting to be an entrepreneur, they were very supportive, but they didn't have the guidance or the resources, um, that I needed to really grow as an entrepreneur, but they were super, super supportive. And um, they were there every step of the way. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it definitely helps you grow so much quicker when you have family or not even just family, but friends and and or family that understand where you're doing or where you're doing, what you're doing and where you're going uh, and make that happen for you. So I'm really happy that I did because you've been able to affect and impact so many lives since then. Yes, absolutely, Ava. <laughs> <laughs> She's yes, impressed um, I as mean, well. <laughs> I, I mean, just to see the smiles on people's faces, to see the gratitude, just um, knowing that, you know, someone's a, someone appreciates what they're doing and what they're trying to do um, as 
business owners, as celebrity entrepreneurs, you know, there's always people watching you. So um, just to kind of give back in that respect, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, definitely. And uh, so, yeah. So what would you say the biggest roadblock you've had over the course of the years has been that you've had to overcome? Um, the biggest, biggest roadblock that I've um, had to overcome is financial finances. Um, because it's such a niche and people really there, people aren't really seeing the whole kiddiepreneur. You know, I can't see kids as bosses and CEOs and um, trying to, you know, get the grants and things together. It's something that I've always, um, it's, it's been a hard thing to do. Um, luckily with um, a lot of, you know, more, more recently, a lot of, you, you have a lot more youth entrepreneurs coming out. They're being exposed on Black Enterprise and um, Good Morning America and ABC, all these good outlets. So um, hopefully in the future, funding will be um, something that, that will come with um, a little more ease. Um, previously, like the past events that I've done, especially the expo and the Kittypreneur Weekend was almost 90% financed by myself. So, you know, I want to definitely, you know, get to a point where, um, you know, sponsors are on board and we get more and more support. You know, I, I, I'm curious though, what your opinion of is, of it being diluted, diluted. I said, I don't know why I said that slowly diluted though. uh, As time goes on, as it be, as it be, uh, as kids, as entrepreneurs and as bosses starts to grain more, Grain. Gain, I cannot talk today. Gain more it's ground. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. it, you know, almost to the point where it's like, are, are you concerned at all that it could be diluted in like the specialness of it? Right. Because like right now it's like you could go to any market and be like, hey, uh, news outlet. I got this, you know, 10 year old that's that's running this X, Y, Z company, making these these things that makes lives better for people. And all of a sudden it's like, boom, 10 year old. I got to have that on. You know, that makes the news because it's out. It's out of the ordinary versus like if if it gets that level of exposure, it's like, oh, yeah, get in line, kid, like you and everybody else. Right. I mean, eventually that can happen. I mean, if right now is not overly saturated, it's not an area where you see a thousand kids per, you know, per whatever, um, with businesses, but we do, I mean, my goal is I want 1 million kiddiepreneurs out there. I want kids to start thinking about, um, becoming leaders and entrepreneurs, um, that is, that's, that it is in their grasp. That is not something that's far, far fetched. No, I, I, I'd agree. I, I think that they should. Um, so I guess my follow-up question to that would be is what's your opinion of schooling then? Because schooling doesn't really teach us how to be independent thinkers and, and do our own thing. And, and that's a great question. So I've created um, the Kittypreneur curriculum. So um, I have um, I have a textbook, I have modules, and I have um, learning tools in which we're actually um, we're pitching to schools throughout the United States so that they can implement the curriculum, the Kittypreneur curriculum, until their into their lesson plans and after school programs. Right now we are at uh, several schools in New Jersey, and uh, I'm meeting with clients, and I have meetings with clients almost every day about implementing the program. So they're on board. They're extremely interested in um, having the kiddiepreneur curriculum in their schools. So that's an A+. Plus. <laughs> that's a plus. I think it's really awesome that you have this have this curriculum that you can bring to schools and help lower the bar of entry for <laughs> – for kids to get in and learn the skills needed to, uh, to, to do it because otherwise it's really only for like the most driven and really the skills that they can learn from being an entrepreneur 
Uh, would be awesome if Ava could learn those skills because she clearly wants to learn them. Um, she. Uh, and, I mean, the, the skill and the skills are transferable. So even if the children aren't, let's say they're they they don't want to become entrepreneurs. I mean, you learn leadership skills, confidence, um, how to make decisions, how to negotiate. You know, how to count your money. I mean, there's so many skills within the curriculum that is transferable that um, children of all ages, uh, we actually start at third grade, are able to um, learn the curriculum and take what they need from it in order to grow. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, because those are skills that they might learn by the time they get to college, maybe. But by, 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 by intentionally doing, going intentionally and making that happen for them is, uh, it, it can help them in so many other areas. Just critical thinking and problem solving in general is more so than exactly. just word problems and how to solve those. Yes. Uh, <laughs> actually applicable stuff. So um, growing up, what was your biggest, uh, or what was your biggest, what was your childhood dream growing up, Christy? It's so weird because growing up, I was in pageantry and I did a lot of things um, with like talent shows and competitions. I've always wanted to have my own business. It was something that was ingrained in me from where I have no idea because no one around me owned businesses. But I was also I was always that leader. I've always had those leadership skills, you know, going to high school, you know, going to college, then going back and getting my master's degree. Um, I was I was always a leader um, born that way, I guess. But um and I always fought for things. So um, growing up, I, I think I want to say it, it always had to be business. I think I always wanted to be this business owner. I can't think of anything else that I would rather be. And of course, a backup dancer somewhere for some like huge celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. I, you know, I, and there's you're not the first person I've heard say that. Like, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to do something where I owned my own business or, or wanted to be something where I, I was uh, independent of, you know, and, and the right. master of my own and universe. And I wanted if to you make will. an impact. That was another thing. I definitely wanted to make an impact in whatever field that I went into. You know, and we don't always know what that is going to wind up being. I mean, I never thought I'd be doing a podcast uh, interviewing people from around the world. But, uh, you know, growing up, I wanted to be a child psychologist and helping kids. And it turns out now I do. I just don't have that 10-year uh, education to go and sit down and do that. So it's, it, you know, it's it's things like that. It's like you don't, you would, you know, you don't necessarily know what path you're going to take. And if, had I never found DJing, um, which, I mean, if you look, I mean, you can't see it in the podcast, but... Uh, Christy can see behind me. I have my turntables right behind me. If I had never found DJing as a passion, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here now or speaking or doing anything like that because that gave me the confidence to want to get up in front of people and uh, do something creative that, you know, not everyone would want to do. Right. Exactly. I think that's that what you just said is key. You have to have, you have to be passionate about your business. If you're not passionate, then it's just another job. Um, Once you're passionate about it, Everything else will come easier, you know? Yeah, the pathway um, does become a lot easier. And, and, you know, putting up with the the 20% of things that you don't want to do as part of the 100% actually is not that bad. So it's, you know, it does come with with time, um, but it also comes with the time of figuring out what it is that you really want to do in life. Right, right. Oh, and Ava just wants to keep on talking. That's all right. Do you agree, Ava? <laughs> Hi, Ava. 
<laughs> so, so what do your dreams for the future look like? Because it, it seems like even though you've been doing this for quite a while now, you're, you're really just getting started, in my opinion. It, like, it seems like looking from the outside in, it seems like you know you're, you're just getting rolling. And I mean, again, it's been what almost twenty years now since '97 when you first decided to take this right. this journey. But you're really right. just getting, like on the on the start of uh, every day. I mean, every day I know for me is like a, as a fresh journey. Um, how I'm it going is. to conduct an interview with a with a six month year old or six month year six month old <laughs> on my lap, uh, you know, is is tough. I'd like to see Jimmy Fallon do this. <laughs> I mean, like you said, every day is definitely a journey. Um, in 97, when I was 14 years old with a little dance team in the inner city, I wouldn't, I didn't dream of me being, you know, this author of, of a curriculum and working with celebrities and, you know, bringing people together and honoring people. That wasn't something that I dreamed of at, at 14. Um, sometimes you go through a lot of trial and error to kind of figure out where you want to be in life. And, um, the Kittypreneur program, in which I founded, is something that um, that I'm extremely passionate about. And it's taken off. I mean, um, we're looking at reality shows featuring kids. And, um, you know, our next Kittypreneur weekend in 2017 is going to be bigger and better as we continue to grow. Um, what else do we have coming up? Uh, really, you know, diving deep into the educational system, getting a kitty, Kittypreneur curriculum in the schools and um, in the hands of the people that need to get it to. I'm working with the assembly woman here in New Jersey to um, uh, help. Well, hopefully this will be the goal, uh, pass a law where um, entrepreneurial uh, skills is the norm in the schools. Like they would have to actually have this curriculum in the school setting. So that's the, the another big goal that we're working on. Um, what else am I doing? I don't know. There's a lot besides my daughter. My daughter takes up a lot of my time. She's an actress and, businesswoman where she's working um she just picked the qvc and uh we're trying to get her into a major retailer like macy's and all that good stuff so a lot of good things happening no that's awesome i you know i'm curious uh what you said about the oh the the reality show i know that you posted online about you know the, the possibility of something like that happening and um have you have you thought about more about the repercussions of doing something like that <sighs> i have I have, and I spoke to a lot of people, um, but <laughs> producing this this reality show is something that um, I think is important. I think they need to see the real deal of being an entrepreneur and uh, the business light. You know um, what parents go through working with um, you know working with their children on their dreams. Um, we're, we're we're working with celebrities, and I got some people on board who's interested in coming on the show. So. Um, it's going to be it's going to be seen very positively. I'm going to try to keep it that way so that um, it doesn't backfire on me. Of course, when you look at a reality show, you think of, um, you know, these crazy shows like, you know, Real Housewives and all those shows. But um, the goal is to be seen in a positive light through the eyes of an eight year old. So we're praying that everything goes well and um, keep you posted on that. I almost wonder if it should be like a, a Nickelodeon show or, or something like that. If it was, you know, since it's focusing on, on a child entrepreneur and uh, a, reality, like a reality show for kids um, where it could be educational slash, in, you know, informational slash, edu you know, edutainment, if you will. Right. It's going to be like a docuseries 
So um, you have a lot of lot of networks that are interested. Um, haven't heard from Nickelodeon yet. I'm not sure if they ever even dab into a reality show with kids. But um, I mean, Maya works a lot through Nickelodeon Viacom, so maybe that's something I will explore. But right now, it's just you know pitching the idea, working with my friend who's also pitching the idea through her company because she works with a lot of production teams and uh, getting it moving. You know, that is definitely a show that features um, the life of a CE, an eight-year-old CE. <laughs> so, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like a Nickelodeon show right out of the gate, even if it wasn't a document, right. you know, something that they right. would cook up. Uh, so in that in that respect, when it comes to my daughter, it has to be 100 percent positive. Mm. You know, none of the, the curtains and screaming, bottles throwing, any of that stuff. Right. Well, I mean, then, then you probably want to stay away from TLC, I would guess. <laughs> right. Because TLC, you know, that that's what they, they're known for. I don't know where the learning channel went awry but um but yeah (laughs) Yeah, i know it used to be a learning channel now it's 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 whatever (laughs) (laughs) whatever gets ratings to keep the keep the lights on i guess uh yeah unfortunately which is a shame um yes so so is there any last thoughts you'd like to share before we wrap up and let people know uh know how they can connect with you um just, you know, parents in general, like I encourage parents to support their kids and their dreams. Um, sometimes you'll have to sacrifice a couple of things, you know, in order to make sure that your child, your child's dream is being led and not so much the parents, <clears throat> the parents dream. Um, you know, if, if there's anyone out there listening that's interested in um, being a licensee of the Kittypreneur curriculum, definitely reach out to us via uh, www.kittypreneur.com. Awesome. Well, and we're definitely. Also on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> and we're, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, it's the Kittypreneur brand. Awesome. Well, I, I will have all those in the show notes so we can uh, get people to connect with you. And, and who knows, maybe uh, get, you know, get some, some more uh, schools to ha- hold the curriculum in, within their awesome. within the school because I definitely agree and I, I think that uh it's a to me it's as important personally as as teaching kids how to um code how to how to read and write code because it's like another language in it but it but it's a language of logic and uh, teaching kids yes. how to think so uh, yeah I, I think that it's very important that even even if you um don't go and be an entrepreneur you know after getting out of school or even while you're in school that it, that it's important that you um understand the skills that go into it because they apply to everything everyday life um unlike everything. how to you know trigonometry i don't know <laughs> stuff like that and, unless what? you're going to be yeah. a math and magician when you grow up i mean that's you know that's uh, awesome if you're going I mean, to but <laughs> i'm not knocking the educational system but i mean a lot of the things that I've learned in school I have not used a day in my life after I graduated college so I mean we need to definitely implement skill sets that are transferable that the kids can use um, for their everyday lives I mean like you said you're not going to go to the grocery store and use trig or algebra and figuring out things so um, we need to get it get on board and get some more um, useful topics and curriculums into the school system into the hands of parents and teachers nationwide I, I would agree. I mean, I, the only, I mean, I would say basic algebra maybe is the closest thing you would use to like business, you know, in business, depending on the type oh, yeah, of sol- solutions you're looking for, like the kind of problems you're trying to solve. But yeah, I, right, I, right. past that, like past basic algebra, I would say no, <laughs> unless, unless it had something to do with that. Like, 
geometry or something like you're trying to make better flag poles or something you know (laughs) if you're an architect or something like that that's that's different you know different fields require different expertises and that's for you know subject matters well i uh i hope that uh, you know i hope that it continues to move forward with you for you and i I, I thank you for coming on the show and i'd love to have you on again in like you know a year or so to catch up and see how everything's been going absolutely Thank you so much. You are very welcome. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Dreamers Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dreamers Podcast. Join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dreamers Podcast. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Dreamers Podcast, please send an email to j at jpar.co. This podcast is copyright 2014 by jpar.co.